What's up, my fellow creatures of the night? It's your foul-mouthed harbinger of the horrifying, Dr. Golula, creeping it real here on, the horror report. So grab a shovel, cuz we're about to dig deep into the graveyard of gore and unearth the freshest corpse cold news from the horror crypt. If you're faint of heart or if the darkness scares the shit out of you, now's the time to hit the bricks, pussies, cuz it's about to get gruesome in here. I've got the lowdown on some spine-chilling shit that will make your skin crawl and guarantee you won't be sleeping without a nightlight. We're talking creepy-ass comics, icy monsters straight out of your fucking nightmares, and scream queens that'll make you piss your pants. So lock your doors, light some candles, and prepare to have the hell scared out of you. Remember, kiddos, this is, The Horror Report, where we don't sugarcoat the macabre or censor the sinister. Fuck that noise. So if you're ready to get your fix of the freaky deaky, let's raise some hell and dive headfirst into the abyss of all things horror. Let's get this sinister show on the road. Oh, all you creepy comic collectors and Mary Shelley devotees, you're in for a bone-chilling treat. Skybound has stitched together a brand spanking new comic book miniseries titled, Universal Monsters, Frankenstein, and it's shambling onto shelves hotter than a summer scorcher. Imagine your quivering fingers flipping through the pages of this four-issue series, crafted by the talented Michael Walsh. You got it, the same twisted artist behind, the Silver Cohen. Now he's breathing new life into the Frankenstein lore we've been devouring since, well, since before our corpses started decomposing. Walsh is digging deep, from the grave of a decorated cop to the grieving heart of his son. That's right, kiddos, Dr. Henry Frankenstein needs a pair of strong hands for his unholy experiment, but he's about to encounter a force more relentless than death itself. Let's just say, the artwork. Fucking electrifying. It's like the 1931 Universal Pictures classic was resurrected in ink and showered with a dash of modern-day madness. And that's coming from Alex Antoni, Skybound's bigwig of the editorial mausoleum, who's hyping up this Frankenstein tale like it's the second coming of the horror comic renaissance. So mark your gore-splattered calendars, deadheads, for August 28th when the first spine-tingling issue slithers onto stands. Trust me, you don't want to miss this monster mashup. Alright, keep your eyeballs peeled for our next creeptastic story, and remember, in the world of horror, every day is Halloween. And just when you thought your snow days couldn't get any more fucking terrifying, Sony says, hold my beer, and snatches up a script that's gonna chill us to the bone. I'm talking big, hairy, and not your ex from college. That's right. Creeps and Fiends, the word on the blood-soaked street is that Sony's cooking up a brand new Yeti horror movie to add to our cryptid nightmares. Picturesque Arts' John Silk is producing this icy terror trek, but here's the real kicker, no cast or director is attached yet. So all we're gnawing on for now is this tantalizing morsel of a synopsis, some godforsaken avalanche unleashes a primeval beastie that's all set to go on a bloody bender in the snow. It's got me wondering if Abominable Snowman is just a polite way to say, fucking unstoppable snow savage. And it's about goddamn time. Cryptid creatures like Bigfoot and Yeti have been the ghoulish gossip for too long without getting their proper dues on the silver screen. We've had our fair share of goofy Sasquatches and animated cuddle monsters, but serious, horror-filled takes. As scarce as an honest politician. So, as we all eagerly await more deets, directors, actors, hell, even a goddamn teaser poster, let's give it up for Hollywood finally paying some respect to our tall, furry legends of lore. Here's hoping Sony doesn't pussyfoot around and gives us a yeti flick that's as motherfucking ferocious and frostbitten as we dream it to be. Stay tuned, my ghoulish gang, as soon as I sniff out more, you'll be the first to know.
Alright, fiends and ghouls, let's sink our fangs into the juicy bit of the horror orchard where the fruits are not just bloody, but immaculate. Yes, we're talking about Sydney Sweeney, who's been slaying it on the screens with her captivating performances. But hold on to your severed heads because she's about to make a splash in the horror pool with Neon's latest nightmare, Immaculate. Neon is serving as a fresh platter of terror set within the oppressive walls of a remote Italian convent. And let me tell you, if they were going for atmosphere, they've nailed that coffin shut. Now, Sydney Sweeney is an American nun who uncovers bone-chilling secrets and sins that probably weren't part of the job description. Word around the crypt is that the last two minutes of this film are going to shatter the fucking stained glass windows with Sweeney's performance. That's right, horror hounds, we might just have a new scream queen on the horizon. More unhinged than a broken door in an abandoned asylum, Sydney Sweeney's gonna go batshit bonkers on the big screen. So don't you dare sleep on, immaculate, unless you're prepared for nightmares. With all the buzz it's been getting, you're going to want to catch this terror train before it mysteriously vanishes in the fog. March 22nd. Mark your damn calendars, because we're all about to enroll in the Sydney Sweeney School of Screams. And that's a lesson you don't want to miss. Well, my dear ghouls and maniacs, it's time to talk about dissecting, I mean, decking the halls with blood and fear, because Carnage for Christmas is coming to town. Directed by the teenage freak of nature, Alice Mayo McKay, I've got an exclusive, spine-chilling peek at the flick that's all set to haunt your holiday season. This year, Santa's not coming down the chimney, instead, it's a bloody true crime podcaster, Lola, clawing her way back to her hometown, dealing with the ghost of a murderer while grappling with her past. This isn't your jolly fucking Christmas story, folks. It's a deep dive into the grim world of myths and mayhem. What's killer about this festive fright is its brazen embrace of LGBTQ tales in a genre that's often as straight as a candy cane. McKay's not just stirring the eggnog here, she's serving a punch spiked with representation and raw, visceral terror. Starring a slew of fresh meat, like Jeremy Moino and Dominique Booth, and with Emmy nominee Vera Drew slicing up the editing like it's a Christmas ham, this isn't just alive with yuletide spirit, it's fucking bleeding it. And let's not forget the VFX wizard Adele Sherwin, bringing to life the goriest holiday cheer you could ever dream of. So, if you're a freak like me who enjoys their carols with carnage and their cheer with fear, mark your nasty little calendars for carnage for Christmas. This holiday season, it's time to be naughty, play bloody, and slay, in the most macabre way. Keep your eyes peeled, this film is gonna slay, quite literally. Alright folks, have I got a doozy for you today. We're diving into HBO Max's number one crime doc that's flipped the script on what viewers were expecting. They called him mostly harmless, sounds like a moniker for a slightly annoying, yet benign figure, right? Fuck no. What started as a heartbreaking quest to identify a deceased hiker turned into a shocking revelation when the internet found out this so-called victim was actually the motherfucking villain. So, this guy's dead in the wild, the middle of goddamn nowhere, and the authorities, in a desperate attempt to find out who the hell this is, release a sketch. Hikers come crawling out of the woodwork with memories of meeting him, but here's the kicker, the dude never shared his name. It took two goddamn years, an army of internet sleuths, and some science magic to ID him, only for everyone to find out he was an abusive bastard. The wild part, the resources poured into identifying this guy, that level of effort is rarely, if ever, used when the missing are people of color and Twitter's blowing up with some serious damn truth bombs about this disparity. Now, director Patricia E. Gillespie, 
who snagged an Emmy for her work, hopes this flick gets us thinking about our digital age identities, like, trying to figure out who we are by getting into someone else's shoes. But the irony, figuring out mostly harmless as identity exposed skeletons in the closet nobody expected. And there you have it, the top crime doc that's more twisty than a goddamn pretzel. If you've seen it, hit me up with your thoughts, but if you haven't, indulge in the madness on Max. Brace yourselves, it's quite the fucking ride. Alright, my dear fiends of the fright, let's burrow deep into the frosty heart of Sweden, where the snow hides secrets and the ground itself can't be trusted. I'm talking about a film that's been drilling its way up the Netflix charts faster than a miner on a double espresso shot, it's called, The Abyss, or, Avgrunden, if you're feeling fancy in Swedish. This icy tale is set in the sinking town of Kiruna, where every creak and groan of its foundations is a lullaby of looming disaster. The movie plunges us into the life of Frigga, standing at the precipice of her world, as she grapples between family drama and the perils of working at the globe's largest underground mine. What a fucking balancing act, right? Directed by Richard Holm, and let me tell you, this guy knows how to orchestrate suspense like a goddamn maestro, this disaster film is drenched in dread and the kind of palpable fear that'll make your skin crawl. But it's not just the earth that's teetering on the edge, it's the inhabitants of Kiruna, facing a future more uncertain than my last Tinder date. It's no shocker that, The Abyss, is making waves internationally, snagging the number 4 spot in the US and swiping the third worldwide. That's some impressive shit for a film about a town eating shit because of a mine. It's harrowing, it's haunting, and it's got Netflix viewers everywhere on the edge of their goddamn seats. And here's the kicker, it's inspired by true events. Actual earth shattering, community uprooting, holy shit we gotta move the whole town, events. This flick spins a yarn that's more than just entertainment, it's a sobering reminder of the power of nature and mankind's hubris, rolled into one gut-wrenching package. So, if you're looking to sink your teeth into an international disaster flick that'll chill you to the bone, the abyss might just be your ticket to a cozy night in, as long as your house isn't on top of a mine, of course. Stay tuned, horror hounds, for more shrieks and creeps from spooky-ass Sweden and beyond. Alright, my ghastly gang, let's creep it together as we delve into a family affair that reeks of suspense and supernatural weirdness, the Shyamalans are at it again, and this time it's a team effort that's stirring the cauldron of cinema. The Watchers, isn't just another flick to add to your endless watchlist, this is a dark horse that's trotted in straight from the misty moors of Western Ireland, chilling enough to make your skin crawl. You know, when M. Night Shyamalan's name pops up, you're in for some mind-bending, what the fuckery, and this new movie, The Watchers, is cranking that dial to 11. It's his daughter, Ishana Night Shyamalan, who's sitting in the director's chair this time, and I've got a feeling we're in for something deliciously twisted. Here's the bloody scoop. A band of strangers are lured to an isolated locale where things aren't just going bump in the night, they're downright sinister. Nocturnal creatures are on the prowl, and I'd bet my last vial of virgin's blood that there's a Shyamalan signature twist waiting to spring out of the shadows. Starring the likes of Dakota Fanning and Georgina Campbell, this cinematic cauldron looks set to bubble over with tension and terror. And after catching the trailer, shit, consider me spooked. Watching those quick glimpses, you can sense that dread creeping up your spine, like a centipede on a moonless night. Scheduled to hit theaters on June the 7th, the Clan Shyamalan might just have conjured up some real horror magic. Only time will tell if, the watchers, will have fans screaming for more, or if they'll shrug it off and say, I saw that shit coming. So, mark your calendars and keep your eyes peeled, 
because if there's one thing we know for sure, it's that the Shyamalans are damn good at peering into the dark recesses of our minds and leaving us wondering, what lurks in the dark when we're not watching. Alright, boils and ghouls, let's blast to the past for a hot as hell minute. Remember that 90s grim comedy gutbuster, don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. Well shit, it's back from the crypt and this time, it's sporting a fresh coat of blood. Yeah, that's right, they've conjured up a freaking remake. Now, Nicole Richie's leading the pack, alongside Simone Joy Jones and the Spitfire June Squibb. And talk about a wild card, Olympic freestyler Gus Kenworthy's jumping into the fray, too. This ain't your mama's after-school special. Rated R for teen drug use, some naughty words, and a hint of the naughty naughty, this new twist on the old chaos is like a devilish dose of teenage anarchy. The plot's sticking to the OG script, with high school graduate Tanya slapping on the shackles of responsibility when her mom bails for a mental vacation. The babysitter kicking the bucket leaves our hapless heroine juggling her rowdy siblings all summer long. The hilarity of the horrors that unfold will either have you dying of laughter or screaming at the screen. They're rolling this bad boy out in April, right in time for you to ditch those spring cleaning blues. Christina Applegate made her mark with the original haunt, and now these new kids are ready to slash up that legacy. Social media is buzzing like a swarm of killer bees over this one. Will it live up to the sick, cult pleasure of the first? Only one fucking way to find out, fiends. Stay tuned for this nostalgic night terror and catch it in theaters or haunt it down on BET+. Keep your eyes peeled and your horror-hungry hearts racing, because when Tanya's in charge, you never know what scary shit's about to go down. Keep it creepy, until next time on, The Horror Report. And with that deliciously dark note, my wickedly wonderful listeners, we've reached the end of tonight's terror tour on, The Horror Report. It's your fiendish host Dr. Golula signing off, but not without a blood-curdling thank you for indulging in the gruesome news with me. Don't get too cozy just yet. Remember, the shadows of the night hold more secrets, and we've only scratched the surface of the macabre. Join me again when the moon is full, and the wolves howl, for another deep dive into the abyss of horror that lurks in the hearts of mankind and beyond. Stay vile and villainous until next time, where the screams don't stop, and neither do the nightmares. Sleep tight, knowing that the next episode of, The Horror Report, will be clawing its way out from the crypt to haunt your ears soon. Keep it creepy, motherfuckers.